y'all. Welcome to the Nuga Bell podcast, all about stories of the South, straight from the sources. I'm your host, Kate Robertson, and I'm based in the scenic city of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Join me and my guests as we talk about all things Chattanooga, life in the South, and beyond. Now pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of sweet tea and join us. We're so glad you're here. tuning into this week's episode of the Nuga Bell podcast. I am joined by Chris Matthews, the founder of Jacked Coffee Company. Hi, Chris. Hey, how's it going? Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself, um, what you do and how you got started. Will do. So a little bit about myself is I'm Chris. I'm 26 years old. I was actually born in Knoxville, but raised in Chattanooga. And then I went down to Sanford University and graduated in 2015 with a communications studies degree. And then I worked in the advertisement field for a while, worked in business consulting for a little while, and then landed in manufacturing my own product, which is Jacked Coffee. And that is a protein-infused nitro cold brew coffee. Awesome. So how did you go from all of that to coffee? Like what specifically made you decide to do coffee? Yeah. Was it just that you like consumed a lot of it in college like everyone? <laughs> no, no. So actually I didn't even, uh, I didn't even start drinking coffee until I was a senior in college, which is super weird. Yeah. 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 I know. Right. So that's super strange. Um, but what ended up happening was, so what I wanted to do was make a product that was more tailored for me. So like I used to do like bodybuilding and Olympic lifting and all these like big things, but I would take a lot of supplements. And so what ended up happening was I would actually start getting like different heart palpitations and like my heart would go off beat due to the supplements that I was taking. And the most important supplement that affected that was caffeine andros, which is like a synthetic form of caffeine. Okay. So what I ended up doing was like, well, I still want to have really good performance, but I can't have the majority of the supplements on the market, so I'm just going to make my own. So what I started what doing... An undertaking. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you just... I knew... So, okay, so a little bit more about my background. It's like, while I was at Sanford, I worked as like... Uh, I worked in a supplement store, so I okay. learned all about supplements and their backgrounds and everything like that. I was going to say, yeah. where did that part come right. in? Right, <laughs> so that's where that part came in. And then I also um, like did athletic training and like helped train other people and things like that, too. Did you play a sport? No. Weirdly enough, I did not play a sport in college. Okay. All my friends did, though. So like, <laughs> all my friends are like... Like, I am the smallest guy of my friend group in college. We're all, like, these huge, massive dudes. There's always one in every group. I know. It's me. I'm the guy. Um, but anyway, so what happened was I was like, okay, well, I'm going to start playing around with this and see what I can formulate. And so I did, and it worked out great. And then I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to go try to do this on my own. And at that point, what jacked coffee in my mind was a – coffee that you brew that has supplements in it and we the, we use the natural caffeine from the coffee itself so there's no synthetic anything in the product and so i was doing that and it was going well and everything like that and then what happened was i like tried to bring it to market and did tests and people were like we really like it it's awesome and then i was like cool pay me 70 bucks for it and they're like no and i was like <laughs> Sweet. That's so, the struggle. Yeah, exactly, right? So then I, I was like, okay, okay. So good concept, 
the price point isn't there for sure. Was um, it was it seventy for like a four pack or a six pack? Oh no no no! So what this was? So this was actually like ground coffee. Oh, so this okay. was what this was. It was like it would come in a bag, mm-hmm. and it would be like this is your ground coffee, and with your ground coffee are a blend of supplements. So you would actually take it, scoop it, brew it, gotcha. and then your cup of coffee would be like this amino packed creatine, you know, thing in gotcha. your cup of coffee. Um, That's cool too. Yeah, really cool. Um, but it, you know, price point wasn't there, and so what I ended up doing was pivoting from the supplement coffee to a protein coffee, and then it basically was like, this hot protein stuff tastes terrible, so we're gonna move into cold brew, and then it was like, all right, we did it, on a really small scale in my like, garage. So now <laughs> we're gonna have to like figure out how to scale it, and so that's kind of what the path led down and that's mm-hmm. how we got to Jack Coffee. Um, so your coffee is nitro. Why did you choose to make it nitro? Yeah, great question. So in me bumbling through this whole experience, <laughs> what ended up happening was the nitro I didn't even think of until like the last minute. Mm-hmm. And so the reason behind the nitrogen is actually for shelf life. Okay. So what we use for Jack Coffee is actually a dual nitrogenation process. So what that means is like while it's being brewed, we do X percentage of nitrogen in the tanks to help assist with the brewing process. But then we also do traditional nitrogen, which is like dropping a ball of nitrogen into the can before it's sealed. And what that does is it gets rid of all the oxidation of the coffee and the protein. So it gets rid of all the oxygen and it allows the nitrogen to just sit in there and keep everything stable until it is cracked open. Okay. Yeah. Guinness does that with their nitro stout. Exactly. So same <laughs> concept. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and I tasted a little bit of it. Um, I should have said earlier, I met Chris at the Kyle House Fitness Epic workout a few weeks ago, which obligatory shout out to Kyle House Fitness. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, and I tasted a little bit of it because you had samples out there. Right. Um, and you, the samples you gave out were just little shots. Correct. And even off that one little shot... That was all I needed. And you sell these or produce them in like 16 ounce cans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, we do. Um, and so the big thing with that is so our, our coffee is it's highly concentrated or concentrated but also caffeinated. Okay. So we actually use um, basically two-thirds of a cold brew concentrate through our entire process. Okay. So it's it's much stronger than what a normal cup of coffee is in a can. So our can is equivalent to about three cups of coffee. So we have not done a caffeine analysis because that's some really expensive process. But <laughs> Maybe later. Exactly. But the equivalent is basically it's between 220 and 240 mgs of caffeine. So per that's can? A, yeah, per can. Okay. So that's about three cups of coffee. Okay. Yeah. That's efficient. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically like you drink one of these, you're good to go for a while. That's yeah. like the whole plan. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Um, no wonder a shot was all I needed. Well, do you drink a lot of caffeine? I I used to. I was really bad about it in college. And then even when I started working, I was still kind of bad about like three or four cups a day. And I've cut back down to like two cups a day, like twice a week. Cool. Oh, oh, wow. (laughs) Two cups a day, twice a week. I mean, I have a cup. Dude, that's nuts. I have one cup every day. Sometimes I have two. That's impressive. I don't know how I did it. I don't either, but kudos to you. <laughs> so, very cool. 
Yeah, I think for me right now, I, I always try to monitor, you know, like I meal prep and I take supplements and vitamins and caffeine and everything like that. But I always try to monitor my caffeine intake. Mm-hmm. But since starting down this path, it's kind of been like, yeah, whatever. We'll just, you know, take more caffeine in and see what happens. Well, you have to taste your products. Right, exactly. So, exactly. Um, speaking of taste, um, for those listeners who have not had a chance to taste it, can you describe a little bit what uh, your product tastes like? Sure. So my product tastes a little bit more of like a chocolatey nutty flavor, probably a little bit more so on the nutty side of things. But... Since it is just black coffee and protein, a lot of people anticipate more of like a chalkiness or a little bit of like a proteiny aftertaste or something like that. But the reality is that's all gone. Mm-hmm. So we smooth all that out. So there's you can't even tell that there's protein in the coffee. And the other big thing you talk we talked about nitrogen earlier. The other reason why we nitrogenate is because of the taste profile. So what that does is it actually gets rid of that really bitterness of that bite of the the really powerful coffee that we use. So it's more of a refreshing end of mouthfeel mm-hmm. opposed to just like, oh, that was really intense coffee. And now I have this terrible coffee breath and everything mm-hmm. like that. So we wanted to avoid that. And we wanted everything to be more of a refreshing taste opposed mm-hmm. to a heavy, like dark you know not even chocolatey but like bitter coffee Mm -hmm. and so that's what we tried to avoid it's really mild right yeah exactly it's super mild but also super potent and so like that's where there's like a common misconception Mm because people are like oh it's not that bad and they like chug a can in three minutes they're like what's in this it's like (laughs) dude you just you drank too fast like you're fine yeah it's not meant to be chugged right but people chug it all the time like i've watched guys you know like because I do a lot of demos, obviously, at Kaios Fitness and everything like that. And, you know, so, some people are like, oh, this is great. Done. Five minutes. On to the next thing. Oh, my. So, so it's just, it depends on the individual. Yeah. Um, I'm way past my coffee chugging days. <laughs> uh, you're never too late. <laughs> well, that's true. I believe you mentioned when we chatted a few weeks ago that, I mean, you have your flagship nitro coffee. Right, right. Um, are you releasing any new flavors yeah so jack coffee if you look at kind of the direction that we're headed Mm -hmm. is we're not necessarily going to stay focused in the coffee sector if that makes sense so if you remember i was talking earlier about that that um supplement coffee that was brewable so i also have some other products developed like that Mm -hmm. but we're waiting to bring those on for you know they're very like highly capital intensive and you know it's like oh we'll just create you know 100 kilos it's like cool now i have 220 pounds of powder that i gotta (laughs) like move within a couple weeks so Mm -hmm. we're just waiting for that to happen but the focus of jack coffee for like the beverage side of things like the rtds the ready to drink in the cans is what we're looking to do is we're going to keep this one as our flagship which is the jack coffee and we're going to do that the black and then i'm currently working on bringing on like a latte version of that okay so what we're looking to do with that is we're doing a latte but a little twist on it what we're going to try to do is we're going to try to do more so of a a coconut milk and a coconut water additive for okay. a little bit of the creaminess as well as a little bit of sweetness. Mm-hmm. So instead of relying, you know, putting in like 
some fructose or some sucrose or whatever it is that we will put in, uh, I want to stay focused on more of the natural approach and have a good flavor profile based on minimal uh, ingredients. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm playing with now. So hopefully that product will be launched by either the end of August or the end of September. Awesome. So we're going to have to see how that goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the things that stood out to me when you had your like banner and everything yeah. was know this, know this, no bullshit. Yeah. And I love that <laughs> because there's so many things out there that are just full of preservatives and stuff. And the fact that there's a healthy coffee out there and it make, doesn't make me feel bad about drinking. Right. And that's, coffee. and the, the big thing that I wanted to focus on was the zero bullshit side of things because Today, I feel like so many people are, are very heavily marketed and they're told like, oh, this is a great healthy snack and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, yeah, but dude, you just – that has 33 grams of sugar in it. Mm -hmm. And it's got all of these terrible preservatives for you that we haven't really done case studies on and don't know the effects of those. So mm -hmm. why are you putting those in your body? Um, and that's what I wanted to avoid. I mm -hmm. didn't, I didn't want to get lost in that clutter. And so that's why I spent so much time on the, the R and D process of each product to make sure that it's as clean, as crisp, as zero bullshit as it could be mm -hmm. before bringing it to market. Right. Um, so you mentioned the R and D process just now. How long was your R and D process? How long was it from like starting to work on it to when you actually launched in market? A long freaking time. <laughs> uh, so like I said earlier, it, it started out with the supplements. And so I tried to do the supplements for a while and it just wasn't, it happened, but then it was a pivotal moment. And so from the pivotal moment, I started making it into um, like mason jars to mm -hmm. just get samples. And like, I literally went around to different gyms and the accounts that I'm in now is like, Hey, try this. Is this good? And they're like, yeah, cool. Is this good? Yep. All right. We got it. Then it was like, okay. We got the good flavor. Now month two is figure out how are we going to get this done? And then it, so it's, you know, calling the different breweries or manufacturers that I could get to have this process done. And so going through that entire thing from the pivot is I started, I think, in either August and September of last year with the mason jars, found a brewery who I thought was going to actually be able to help me get it done, turned out. They got real sketchy on me, so they were, <laughs> they were lost to the wind, and then we found another one, and they, it worked out really great with them, and so then it took about a month, you know, month and a half to get everything aligned, and then I was like, yeah, this is my protein supplier, it'll be great, protein supplier fell through, so like I had to resource the protein, which means we've got to resource the taste test, which means that takes up time, and then so we went through that process, and then I was like, all right, cool. We got it. We're scaling up. We're going to do the 16 ounce can. I need a label designed. Hired a designer and then it was like, okay, cool. Four weeks go by. I told him I needed it within 48 hours. Fired that designer. Had to hire a new designer. And so like <laughs> what ended up happening was from that time in August, we actually had, or September, everything was finalized. We were moving forward. We had our first batch made officially either, was it January or February? January or February, but it sat for a month before anything could happen because I was waiting on my freaking labels. Oh, so it no. like so it was made, but I couldn't do anything with it because I didn't have any labels. Mm -hmm. And so then did it that was, affect like the taste or the product at all? Or? Right. So my product is like between a four to five month shelf life, okay. depending on um, 
the storage capability. So up to six months if it's cold storage the entire time. If it's ambient storage, it's about four to five months. Okay. Um, luckily, it was in cold storage. However, that was also the first batch we ever made. So we were going to do a 100-case or 70-case run. So that's 70-24 packs or okay. whatever. We lost three-fourths of that in production because oh, no. we overcompensated for the nitrogen and we didn't account for the density of the protein. Gotcha. Dude, we were sitting there and it was literally like cans would just explode on the canning oh line. Oh my gosh. It's just like, and I'm just watching this happen and I'm like, I spent so much money on this and I thought everything was right. And then it was just like one can would like explode, the lid would fly off and then the canning line would go through and I don't know if you know much about canning lines, but how a canning line works is like there's cans and then the lid goes on and it sees it, right? So what would happen is like, all right, in the canning line, sealed, explode, can moves out. This one's messed up now. This crusher comes down and crushes this can. And it would, so it would be like for everyone that exploded or whatever, it'd be like 10 or 15 that got ruined. Oh, and no. then we'd reset. And then so it was like starting and stopping and it was terrible. It was so bad. But finally, the labels came in. We had, we had like 20 cases. And then I was like, it's here. Please, somebody buy this product. And um, and then it was off to the races. And because that was our first time and our ratios were off and everything like that, um, I mean, it did not taste great. Like there were, there were grinds in the freaking cans and I was still like selling them because I was in my mind I was like proof of concept proof of concept just get somebody to say yes so we can like keep moving mm -hmm. forward and so like we had rippage in the in the in the brewing process so ground spilled into the cans wow. we overdid it on the protein we had cans explode literally anything that could have gone wrong went wrong but then it was like okay we did it. It's not great. So we immediately did a second run and that's what we took to market. And so nice. that's worked out really, really well. Mm -hmm. And now we're, everything is, uh, we had a hundred case to run. It's all moved except for f six cases. We have six cases left. Okay. And I'm actually going to do our third batch this weekend. So awesome. like we're going to get our third batch made and then move forward with that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, about how long does it take to make a batch from start to canning? So the actual time that it takes is about 24 to 28 hour process. Okay. Which isn't that bad. The majority of it is um, the, the brew time. We've just got to wait for the coffee to mm -hmm. brew and then everything else is smooth sailing. Now the first time we did it, it was like a 48 hour process and I was just like, not sleeping and it was really bad um but everything right now is fine-tuned to where it's about a 24-hour process nice. so it's not not that bad awesome yeah that's definitely not as bad as i thought it would be the hardest challenge that i'm facing right now is just the logistics of everything mm -hmm. so it's like okay we've got this protein supplier coming in we've got this coffee supplier coming in and trying to time it with the co-packer who i'm using mm -hmm. or the, the brewery that i'm working with on their schedule so that we can fit time and to get it all done while trying to maintain meeting my demand of the product right now that's like what we're trying to figure out it's not that bad okay yeah that's good yeah. um are you a one-man show or do you have help I am a one-man show. I actually um, just enlisted my cousin and my mom. So Very that's nice. exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so my cousin, um, Jenna Stansel, she is actually 
helping me a lot with the social media side of things. And uh, we're doing a lot of events coming up. So she's going to be helping with the event coordination, everything like that. And then my mom is actually going to start helping me with the fulfillment and order side of things. Nice. So bringing on new boxes for shipping and everything like that. So she's going to start taking over some of those responsibilities so that what I can focus in on is R&D of new products, maintaining current accounts and growing the business from a sales and distribution perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's kind of where we stand right now as far as our growth and scalability. Very nice. Yeah. Is it gluten-free and or vegan? So it is gluten-free technically. It is not. So this is tricky. So technically, no, we're not dairy-free because it's a grass-fed whey isolate, but because it is a grass-fed whey isolate, there's technically no lactose in it. Okay. So it's a lactose-free dairy product. Interesting. Yes. So that's like a whole process that uh, with a specific type of protein that we use, um, how they process it is it's the purest form of grass-fed whey that you could buy on the market. And so we actually use a company that sources from New Zealand and Ireland farms and okay. then import it and then I get it from them. Very nice. Yeah. So I so I tried really hard to look at a vegan protein and everything like that, but the reality was the ratios for everything didn't add up. It wasn't feasible to start. And if you look at a lot of the – I'm going to use the term vegan or um, – plant-based protein products they have a lot of other additives in them mm. as well that and, makes sense yeah and because they're they're making up for taste they're making up for protein sources and they're making up for overall um like mouthfeel yep. um and so i was like you know what screw it we're not going to do that and so this is the direction that we focused on gotcha i think later down the road it'd be really cool to have a plant-based uh however it won't be I'm going to use the word as potent or as strong as what we currently have. So it would be more of a probably a 14 to 15 gram protein content. Okay. The coffee would be about the same, but the taste profile would be drastically different than it is now. Okay. Yeah. And you mentioned a little bit ago you're going to be at a lot of events coming up. Can you shout out some of those so people can come meet you and try some yes uh so actually in two weekends we'll actually be at the nashville fit expo so okay. we'll be in nashville doing a demo there uh not a demo but like they've got this two-day event so we're going to be there in nashville doing that um another big event coming up is called like the raging games which is actually like a big crossfit games competition in uh louisiana so there'll okay. be like like professional CrossFit athletes will be going and like things like that. So we're going to be there. And so that's another really big event. Um, here in Chattanooga, we are doing the City Sweat events. So that's actually happening tomorrow. Very so nice. So tomorrow we'll be at the City Sweat event in Miller Plaza. Mm -hmm. And so that'll be a lot of fun. And then let me think. I heard a whole list today, but I can't think of them. Right now. <laughs> but the, so the reality is that's kind of our uh, market strategy because everyone's very intrigued with the product, mm -hmm. but everyone wants to try it before they buy it. And so that's my whole to market strategy is going to be doing more so of these fun type mm -hmm. of events or even just local demos just around town. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's the goal and that's what we're moving towards. Nice. Yeah. 
Um, so outside of these events, where can people find Jacked Coffee around Chattanooga and or the surrounding area? Yeah, so we are currently in Naked Foods, Vibrant Meals, Nourish Point Nutrition, Nutrition World, and then three or five other like gyms here in the area. And then we're also in uh, CrossFit gyms in Knoxville. We're also in Elite Nutrition in Birmingham, oh, D1 in Chattanooga and Birmingham. And we're working on getting in with a meal prepping company in Birmingham right now as Very well. Nice. That's where we're at. Oh, yeah, we're also in Pensacola, Florida. Okay. Yeah, so we've got like two accounts in Pensacola, Florida, and mm-hmm. then hopefully two or three that'll come on in South Carolina here in the next couple of weeks and oh yeah a company in arizona oh wow so uh, yeah it's just it's very strange right now it's very strange because <laughs> like i have a lot of um i've been in the fitness community for a while so a lot mm-hmm. of people are starting to talk and mm-hmm. they're like yeah we know chris or i'm a friend of chris and they want to carry the product mm-hmm. and so that's what's happening right now yeah. but the goal is to be uh primarily like heavily in nashville Knoxville, Birmingham, Chattanooga, and Atlanta. Oh, yeah, we also have accounts in Atlanta. <laughs> um, in Atlanta, um, and focus on those awesome. for the next year, two years, mm-hmm. and just grow it that way. Nice. Yeah. Um, it's really cool that you've been around for, as a business, you've been around for a little bit over a year, or almost a year, I guess, and you're already present in all these different markets. Yeah. So we actually, so. I was doing all this R&D on my own mm-hmm. until the business was founded in Q1 of this year. Okay. And then, so we didn't have product made until the end of January, the end of February. So that's kind of where I do that because that's when like money was allocated and things like that were mm-hmm. happening. But before that, it was just like, oh, I'm Chris and I'm hustling around. So like, uh, so <laughs> the I true guess, great entrepreneur. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that's, it's, it is pretty cool to see how far we've come. It's very strange. Um, so as an entrepreneur in a city that has a very strong entrepreneurial community, um, what are some of the things that you have learned the most throughout your entrepreneurial journey? For me, I I drastically underestimated the power of people, and that is huge and crucial. And I always still struggle asking for help for things. Uh, I do too. Yeah. And so for me, the biggest light that entrepreneurship has shed on my life was to say basically, hey, Chris, it's okay that you don't know how to do everything. It's okay that you can't do everything because you can lean on your friends, your family, um, all these individuals who believe in you and and want you to succeed. You can lean on them for things. And that was, that was pretty eye-opening and mind-blowing for me because I'm not that type of person. That's probably the biggest lesson that I've learned in entrepreneurship is the reality that like I can't do it all on my own. I need help. The past two months with like my my cousin and my mom bringing them in and trying to teach them and show them, it's been like, yeah, you're, yeah, so we're not going to do it that way. You know, so like trying to not just bark orders and tell them what to do, but to actually like grow them as individuals and show them how to do things, but Mm -hmm. also how to create their own, you know, spin on stuff. Uh, And so that's been a lot of fun, but also like very hard for me to do. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Cause like for me, it's like, I made this product, right? Mm-hmm. Like I made it. You're protective it, yeah. over it. Well, it's not that I'm protective over it. It's just like, I have a vision, right? And sometimes I don't do the best at describing that vision to the people who are trying to help me. Gotcha. And I've got to do a better job of that. Understood. Yeah. Understood. Um, so is there anything we haven't covered that you wanted to throw out there? No, not that I can think of. You're running the show. So whatever, <laughs> whatever I, you can ask me whatever you want to ask me. I, I do not have like, ooh, I won't talk about that. Like we, if you wanted to be like, Chris, what are your thoughts on whatever? I'd be like, well, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah. So. Okay. So if you're not drinking jacked coffee, what are you drinking? Uh, do you drink regular coffee? Do I? Yeah, I totally drink regular coffee. I, uh, I'll get, I'll get you like, here, we'll go through my day and okay. we'll see all the beverages that I drink. <laughs> so, so how I use Jack coffee in my life, um, is kind of like a, a pre-workout, like a natural okay. pre-workout. So I usually wake up around five thirty, five forty-five in the morning. And before I hit my workout, I will drink my jacked coffee and eat a banana on my way to the gym workout while I'm at the gym I'll have my water as well as I will also I, I'm a big aminos guy so okay. like amino acids and like electrolytes so I've got my own mixture of that shocking <laughs> and I I drink that while I'm working out then post-workout I have a shake that is comprised of protein kale spinach banana oats peanut butter and chocolate protein okay and I will drink that and then the rest of the day, I pretty much just eat my meal prepped meals. Okay. Uh, and so I eat my meal prep meals and then I typically just drink water throughout mm-hmm. the day. Uh, and then I'll also do like another electrolytes aminos like halfway through the day mm-hmm. uh, just to stay hydrated and everything like that. And then I will also do another shake just like the one I talked about earlier. And I'll have that around four or five-ish like okay. my dinner. And then in the evenings, I typically just drink water. Uh, however, I will drink beer because <laughs> beer is delicious. Um, but if I'm not drinking beer, then usually I'm either like my beverage of choice is either going to be bourbon or um, like tequila. I don't know why, but just like <sighs> on the rocks or neat, both of them. Love it. Oh, man. Yeah. Bourbon I neat I can get behind. Tequila neat I can. <laughs> I, so I'll do So my favorite is like I'll do tequila like gold tequila with a lime and on ice and that's really good okay yeah interesting yep tequila is not nice to me see for me <laughs> i just i like it it's it's i can't really describe it because no one's like oh tequila i'm like yeah it's just it's good it's like it's, it's really good for summer it's just mm-hmm. nice Oh my gosh, my boyfriend makes homemade margaritas and doesn't do anything. He doesn't use like store-bought mix or anything. He like does all his own stuff and I could be stone cold sober and take two sips of it and I'm like throwing up somewhere. Perfect. Cool. That's that's how bad tequila is to me. Is he like around? Can we like hang out? <laughs> like what do we need to do? Yeah, to make that happen. It's not not a thing you want to see, trust me. Oh, I was um, like not for you. I was like, <laughs> for me, like I want to have this experience and see what's going to go down with, this, with this drink. They're very good. I will say that. And it's not that I don't like margaritas. I like margaritas as a drink. They just don't like me. You know, that's a happens. shame. That's like me and vodka. It's oh. not, it doesn't like me. It's yeah. like, hey, Chris, we're going to fight this entire time. <laughs> like, yep. I don't want to, vodka. I don't want to do that. Nope, not yeah. tonight. 
Um, yeah. I made myself an old-fashioned when I got home from work yesterday. Nice. That's my drink of choice. Solid. Solid drink. But yeah, that's that's typically what I drink through mm-hmm. through my day. I'll also, so also sometimes I'll switch up um, my morning routine to where instead of, if I'm not working out in the morning, mm-hmm. well, I'll just drink uh, regular black coffee. Okay. Uh, and I'll do that. And then instead of having my Jack coffee in the morning, what I'll do is I'll substitute it for that protein shake okay. in the afternoon. So I'll just drink like a Jack coffee around two. Feel really good because I try to cut off all my caffeine intake by three, three o'clock. Okay. And do that. Very nice. I cut yeah. mine off about noon. Yeah, but you can only drink coffee like <laughs> two times a week. That's so, true. So that's like whatever that means. <laughs> yeah. Not quite the same. Um, so you mentioned you drink jacked as a pre-workout. Um, what other if you're not drinking it as a pre-workout, Correct. what can yeah, you yeah. what can you drink it as? So so a lot of people really enjoy it after they work out. So okay. especially like in the morning. So a lot of people they want they'll work out, they want their protein shake after they work out, but they also either have to go to work or go start their day and they also so they're going to drink their coffee. So the big purpose behind it was, well, this is an all-in-one. So you now have your protein and your coffee that you can just pound on your way to work. And it's pretty filling, so you actually don't need to eat anything mm-hmm. for like two to three hours. So and coffee is a natural appetite suppressant, isn't it? Correct. Mm-hmm. And so is technically caffeine. So okay. like that's how that works. Gotcha. But on top of the protein that we use, uh, it basically what we did is so that's – how that works is the caffeine and the protein fight over the same receptors of the body. Okay. So until it's all absorbed, uh, it's circulating throughout your system. So it's basically like this is going to be more of a sustained energy for about three to four hours opposed to like a, oh, super high caffeine and then a crash. Gotcha. So that's what we didn't want to have happen. Awesome. So the, the three big purposes that people are telling me that they use it for right now are the a pre-workout because they want a, a natural pre-workout with protein or that sustainable energy. Uh, post-workout, so people who are starting you know, their, their mornings right after they're working out. And a lot of people really enjoy it as like the 2 p.m. pick-me-up. Okay. So people or, you know, um, with their lunch, like people will drink their coffee with their lunch and do that. So um, that's the other really big thing. And the funny thing about that is the majority of people who enjoy drinking it at that, around the 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon, they're like, yeah, I really love it. It's like, yeah, it's really good coffee and it's great for me. But it feels like I'm drinking a beer at like three <laughs> o'clock at work, and I'm like, you know what, man? Yes. Let's if we if I can make you feel that way, then I'm doing my job right. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, one last thing, and then I promise we'll move on to something else. Um, what is that? Oh, We're doing other things. That is my fun little job. Oh my gosh! Um, I'm excited. Yes. Okay. Um, cool. What is the macro breakdown on this? I have just recently learned about macros and right. started trying to do a macro-based thing, and it's a challenge. So what we have is so it's it's um, 90 calories, and then it's uh, 21 grams of protein with zero fat and zero sugars. Okay. So it's as clean as it can possibly get. Um, with the latte version that we're bringing on, it's what we're going to try to do is try to have a little bit more fat content in there. Okay. Um, from as the coconut? From the coconut uh, so that we can actually start doing a better job of helping people hit their macros. Um, so, you know, because some people are like, ooh, 
for me, I need more fat in my diet. And other people are like, well, I don't need any fat. I need a higher carb intake. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we're looking to do is actually have the next version. Oh, there's zero carbs in it too. I forgot about awesome. that. The other macro. Yeah. Um, so it's 20 grams of protein, zero carbs, zero fat, 90 calories. Very nice. Yeah. And then, so what we're looking to do for the other one is probably have about six to 10 carbs and then about six to 10 grams of fat and then probably about 18 ish grams of protein. Okay. So we get a little bit more balance instead of like such the heavy protein content. Okay. Yeah. My biggest struggle with macros has been carbs, not because I was eating too much of them, but everyone's told for so long, like carb, carb, carb. So I got so accustomed to like a low carb lifestyle that when I got my macro breakdown, I, it was like a hundred carbs a day. And I was like, or a hundred grams of carbs a day. And I was like, <laughs> and I felt like weird eating like a bowl of rice. Really? Yeah. Cause I was like, I feel like I shouldn't be eating this many carbs. But then once I started like eating more, I was like, I have energy at three o'clock. In the yeah. Afternoon. <laughs> what is this newfound thing? This is fantastic. Yeah. That's hilarious. So I have to have a lot of carbs. And uh, since this started, I was doing a pretty good job of of tracking my macros but things have progressed and so right now for my meal prepping i do uh just three constant meals which is chicken rice and veggies Mm -hmm. and then i'll do a a salad with the chicken on top of that but for me personally i have to have my carbs and if i don't have my carbs it's not that it affects my athletic performance what it affects is it affects my brain so my brain dies without carbs like Mm -hmm. i am just a zombie and no fun to be around and like I will snap and it's just not good. So I realized early on that I have to have my carbs if I want to be like, you know, the best version of Chris, mm-hmm. even though, you know, like I could be leaner to me. I'd rather have my brain. I, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's switch gears and play with my jar. Um, if what, you are, what, what is this? if you are a faithful listener of the new Gabel podcast, you know what the jar is, but for new listeners and new guests, this is my jar filled with fun little questions that we will draw and each talk about. Cool. So I'll go first. What's your favorite breakfast food? Which I guess you just talked about, but yeah, if you're okay, not. Okay. 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 It's like a splurge. Like I'm yeah. splurging on my breakfast. Like if you're going to brunch for a special occasion, what are you getting? So, what I'm so I'm an a la carte kind of guy. Okay. So if I had my ideal breakfast, this is what we're going with. We've got a plate of chicken sausage. We've got a plate of eggs. We've got a plate of fresh fruit, and then we also have some toast, which has some strawberry jam on it. Okay. And then we've got some really strong dark coffee, and then like water. And, <laughs> and that's what I want for breakfast. Very nice. Yeah. Very well balanced. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, I should be more specific. Like, oh, some multi-grain toast with like some <laughs> some holistic non-preservatives, jellies, and jams on top of that. With some egg, you know, like free range eggs. Yeah, free range <laughs> eggs for the both the chicken sausage as well as the eggs. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, I'm a huge fan of avocado toast. Dude. Yes. <laughs> I get judged for it a lot. Why? But who's judging you on that? People who are no fun. Yeah, just <laughs> irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, every other thing they say. Yeah. Um, I make it for breakfast usually a couple times a week at home, but um, I'm now on an expedition. Well, not really an expedition, but I'm on a quest. An expedition. No, I'm on a quest to find the most delicious avocado toast in the city of Chattanooga. So if you have any suggestions for me, 
You know what? I don't. Well, I do, but I, I don't think it's like the best. So I don't want to steer you wrong. So I've been to, so far I've done Kenny's, Mean Mug, and I forget the other one. There's a third one somewhere in there. But Kenny's and Mean Mug so far are both very good. I'm a big fan of Mean Mugs. They do a good job. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I don't, I'm not like an avocado. I mean, I like it. I'll eat it, but it's not like, ooh, avocado toast. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not my thing. Not yeah, my thing. I just love avocados in general. They're pretty good. Yep. All right, pick one for me. Slice yourself. <laughs> right, because it, <laughs> it goes both ways. Ooh, this is fun. What's on your summer bucket list? Um, My summer bucket list is to finally go on hikes that I haven't been on in the four years that I've lived here that I'm ashamed that I haven't been on, but everyone else has been on, and I feel left out. Which, like, what trails are you trying to hit? Um, so I haven't done Cloudland Canyon yet. Okay. Or Fall Creek Falls. Okay. Or Lula Lake. Okay. Um. Those are, like, three huge ones. I know. Okay. That, that's my point. It's whatever. All right, keep going. <laughs> um, there are a couple on Lookout that I haven't done. I've done Craven's House to Sunset Rock. Solid. And then... Point Park. Yeah. Okay. And then the one that's just like I think it's Ruby Falls to Craven's house. Yeah. Yeah. So I've done those. Okay. But then there are other ones like Lula Lake. I should have been to Lula Lake by now, but I haven't. <laughs> yeah, but don't go now because it's so dry. You yeah. want to see like the falls. So mm-hmm. wait till it rains like a lot and then go. I saw. So I love Foster Falls out yeah. in Sequatchie, but I saw someone on my Facebook feed had posted a video. I guess over the weekend. And there was like nothing coming from yeah. the fall because it hasn't rained. Yeah, the summer summer hiking in Chattanooga, I'm honestly like not a big fan of um, because everything's so dry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, for me, going in the woods because I love to hike and explore and do all those types of things, but I don't like how many people are outside in the summer. Yeah, like there's just like you go on a trail and it's like, hey, 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 it's like. Go inside, dude. Like, why are you here? Like, I want to be alone in the woods for a little while. Like, hang out, do mm-hmm. my thing. And so it's just, that's why I, I'm a really big fan of hiking in the winter. Mm-hmm. Because it's rainy, it's cold, all the falls are just roaring with mm-hmm. everything. And it's a ton of fun. I'm never outside in the winter. Oh, really? You should go. It's, it's, it's fun. I did. I think I did Foster Falls in the winter last year. And it was when there was actually water coming out and they were like... The falls themselves weren't frozen, but it was frozen like at the bottom where it hits and oh, then it like cool. spews up. Super cool. So it was like snowing at the bottom of the falls, but Sick. not at the top. That was cool. That is cool. Yeah. That's cool. What's so, your summer bucket list? That's like, dude, that's like a non-existent question. <laughs> like, this is like the first time I've been like, oh shit, it's summer. Like <laughs> that's supposed to be this fun time of year where you can go do things. Um... Technically speaking, for Jack Coffee, that is like getting our second product to the freaking market, man. Nice. Um, for me personally, I've been trying. So like I just started, I need to get back into reading. So like for me, I want to finish probably at least like three or four books by the end of the summer. Nice. So that'd be really, really good for me to mm-hmm. do. Um, so that's kind of just super simple. Mm-hmm. Just read more. What have you read recently? So nothing. That's the issue. Uh, So since I started in basically like January, February-ish, my reading has tanked. Okay. Because I've just been so busy trying to keep up with the business and it's Mm -hmm. basically like 
you just getting like with the beverage industry, like I'm not, that's not my background. So mm-hmm. everything I'm doing is like, oh, and you didn't know about this or this or this over here. Or so it's like just been figuring everything out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I'm trying to do this summer is actually just go back and reread books gotcha. that I've previously read so that I can actually be like retaining that knowledge or being like, oh, that makes sense mm-hmm. now or, you know, something like that. Gotcha. So what I'm currently crushing through right now is the E-Myth Revisited. So I read that a while ago, but now I'm rereading it just to to have some internal peace and be like reading someone else to be like, oh, ha, 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 you like, this is me. Like, this sucks <laughs> that you're going through this, but I'm going through that. So it's, it's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, I have started this book three different times and have not finished it. And one day I will finally read this book start to finish, but The Alchemist Oh, yeah. By Paulo Coelho. You haven't read that? So I've started it. Dude, it's like <laughs> 70 pages. How many pages is it? Like 100 and whatever? It's. I know. That's the thing. It's not that long of a book. It's not a hard book to read. I just always, like, I'll start it and yeah. I'll get, like, a third of the way through or halfway through. And something just, I just never finish it. So I'm like, I need to finish that book. That was the first book I ever sat down and read from cover to cover. Like, didn't do anything. Wow. Although, I was on a plane for four hours, so <laughs> it helped. But yeah. it was the first book that I was like, I'm going to read this book and cover to cover. And so, then you did. Yeah. But it was cool, yeah. Awesome. Ooh, right. we're drawing again. Yes, we'll do one more each. Let's go with this blue one. <laughs> what is, quote unquote, so Chattanooga? Dude, climbing, man. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say, we were just talking about the outdoors. Yeah, climbing man, or like, dude, are you going to paddleboard? I don't know, man. We might go paddleboard. Like, do you have a kayak? You don't have a kayak? Why don't you have a kayak? Like, all of those things, yeah. You don't have a pair of Chacos? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean you only have one pair of Chacos? You haven't been to Lula Lake? What is wrong, what is wrong with you? You haven't been? Fair How enough. dare you? Yeah, same, it's the same fair thing. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Yeah. Round us out. Cool. All right. I'm going to go from the bottom. And we have... Oh, we talked about this already. My favorite breakfast spot in Chattanooga is... Okay. Should we do another one? Yeah. We talked about breakfast a lot. (laughs) I am a food blogger on the side, so... Okay, well then, you want to talk about it? No, it's fine. I'll do it real fast, and then we can go. No, I've already did a whole blog post about breakfast in Chattanooga, so it's okay. (laughs) Ooh, one song slash band I love to hate is. Man, so I don't know what happened, but I've been listening to the Charlie Daniels band a lot for some reason. And I'm not a country guy. Like, I Mm -hmm. don't like country music, but today I listened to their whole album. Nice. And it was just like. Why? Why did I do that? <laughs> but it's it's hilarious. I love their songs. They're just mm-hmm. they're funny to me because it's just like this guy's like I'm just gonna tell a story and write a song with it. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 who I've got right now for that. Um, my mom had one of the Charlie Daniels band CDs in her car when I was growing up, so I listened to a lot of Charlie cool. Daniels. Very cool. Um, right now a song that I am loving to hate, and it's been stuck in my head. Is Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. <laughs> Billie Eilish. That's she's awesome. She's so weird. Oh, I know. I love it. I love how weird she is. I do too. Like, I can't look away. Yeah. Or her, like, so I've got Spotify and, like, all of her songs on Spotify. One of them is, like, 
there's oil oozing from her eyes and like weird stuff like that. But yeah. I, I love that vibe. Just like, I'm going to go be super freaking weird. Yep. yep. And just owns it completely. Yeah. And people are going to deal and that's yep. going to be that. Yeah. But yeah, Billie Eilish, I don't know what you've done, but. She's doing something. Yeah, like people she, are freaking out over her. She's like, what? 17, 18? Yeah. She's killing it. She's yeah. got some pipes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. All right. We're going to wrap up there. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, absolutely. It was a tough um, one. Where can people find more information about Jack Coffee on the internet? Ooh, great question. So you can go to our handy dandy website at www.jackedcoffee.co. Um, you can also find us on Instagram, the same handle. So awesome. jackedcoffee.co. Co or Jack Coffee Co. Not no dot. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Cool. I will plug all of that in the show notes. Plug away. Awesome. Thank you once again for joining me, Chris. Uh, this has been another episode of the Nougabelle podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, I would very much love if you shared and or left a review on whatever podcast service you listen to. Uh, thanks for listening, and I'll catch y'all on the next.